Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, it's the Friday edition of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you in the 630 Chet Studios, the city south side. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday Canada Day weekend. Uh, tomorrow is our free agent frenzy. That will be presented by Contract Equipment Limited. Myself, Cam Moon, uh, Reed Wilkins, Jack Michaels, John Shannon, all part of the team. Uh, this is Oilers Now for World of Spas. Aiken after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number swim, number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. We have some breaking news. Uh, if you've been on Twitter over the last couple hours, Mike Kelly originally put something out saying that uh, the Oilers... Uh, uh, Janmark, Matthias Janmark was going to get done in around a uh, million dollars. Jason Greger subsequently reported via Twitter one year, one million dollar deal for the 30 year old um, Matthias Janmark, uh, who last season uh, played 14 and a half minutes for the Edmonton Oilers and had 10 goals, 25 points in 66 games. He's represented by Peter Wallen of All Turno. Um, I will tell you, I expect this to be confirmed by the Oilers within the next 25 minutes or so. So next 25 minutes or so should all be out um, one times $1 million. And the only thing that surprised me a bit there is the term. I would have thought maybe Yanmark. Uh, you can see what's happening here, though. Players are getting, that's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get them with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy heating and cooling. We're going to bring in Brendan Escott right away. Brendan, uh, there were several players bought out today, including Kyler Yamamoto. You know the term future considerations that was deployed in the trade that was made yesterday, the Oilers trading Kyler Yamamoto and Clem Costin to Detroit for future considerations. Part of me wonders whether or not it was past considerations, given how the Andreas Athens trade uh, went, where the Oilers gave up two number twos for a player that ultimately played 13 games for Edmonton. And then we had the pandemic kick the crap out of the proverbial cap 
the salary cap. Anyways, today Detroit bought out Kyler Yamamoto. That was not the only significant buyout around the league. Matt Duchesne, Nashville's turning it over. <laughs> Suddenly, Cody Glass is their first-line center. He actually had a real good second half of the year. Uh, so, your thoughts, Jan Mark Brendan? Quickly signing one year again. I, it, between now and one o'clock, it'll be it'll be uh, confirmed by the Edmonton Oilers. Uh, one year. I thought he could have gotten a second year in the deal. Maybe his agency's sitting there looking at it, going, "We think there's going to be a bump next year. Maybe he becomes a million and a half dollar a year player." But he's come on, man. He's not playing higher than the third line in Edmonton. What do you think? I, this is great value for a player who I think probably could have milked some more out of somewhere else. But again, we're seeing players want to be a part of what's going on in Edmonton, in Rogers' place, with this group of players, yeah. and they're willing to take a bit of a haircut to do so to be around this. Yeah, we're already getting texts. Coming into the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. This text comes in from Epstein's mother, Bob. Can the Edmonton Oilers sign Kyler Yamamoto if he's been traded and then bought out by Detroit? And the answer is yes, they theoretically could. I would assume that Yamamoto will have multiple offers around the National Hockey League as a middle six winger. Um, But Matthias Janmark back with the Edmonton Oilers. So by my count, uh, again, and Brendan, we ran through this on yesterday's show. That Here's the forwards that I have in Edmonton right now. I've got McDavid, Kane, and Hyman. Dry settle RH with an open spot on second line right wing, McLeod, Holloway, and Fogel. And then Yanmark, fourth line left wing, Derek Ryan, fourth line right wing, and Raphael Lavoie for purposes that he needs to clear this year. And uh, that would give the Edmonton Oilers a total, by my count, currently, currently, doesn't mean it's set in stone. Um, what are we looking at? Of 11 forwards. Yeah, 11 forwards for Edmonton. Kane McDavid, Hyman, R.N.H. Dreisaitl, Holloway, McLeod, Fogel. That's eight. Ryan and Lavoie and Yanmark make 11. So Edmonton needs a second line right wing. A lot of people think it's going to be Connor Brown. We'll have to wait and see on that front. And a fourth line center. Ironically enough, I'm just... I just noticed this... Um, I just noticed this a couple minutes ago. Do you know who did not get qualified by the St. Louis Blues? That's also represented by Jeff Jackson. That's a six foot six center. Yep, Logan Brown, former first rounder. Former first round. Now that, I mean, we're all assuming that Jeff Jackson, who's got Connor Brown, it might make. You know, yesterday it was reported by Chris Johnson of TSN that the Oilers were quote unquote in the driver's seat on a. Um, what would be considered, I guess, in theory, a bonus base or base bonus deal, and the base is going to have to be low. Circling back to the Oilers roster again, under the assumption that McLeod gets a two million dollar deal on a three year term, and that Bouchard signs a one year bridge deal at three point five million, now with the addition at a million bucks a Yanmark, I have the Oilers cap situation with Ekholm Bouchard, Nurse CC, Kulak, Dernay, and Broberg though I don't necessarily believe those will be the pairings to start the year. Um, I got the orders at $81.5 million with two positional players left. So they basically have 
two million bucks in cap space, and I know they want to avoid being in a scenario. They want to give themselves a little bit of wiggle worm, like half a million bucks. So it's going to be really interesting again. And Connor Brown's going to be a big part of it. But you know what? We're seeing some wild deals today. Brendan's going to run them down coming up in NHL today. You can reach us at any time in the River Creek Resort Casino hotline at 780-496-0063. The Outdoor Night Market, which was a huge success last year. It's an entertainment showcase. It returns to River Creek August 24th through the 27th. It's presented by Enoch Cree Nation. You can get your tickets in advance at therivercreeresort.com slash night market. Again, it's taking place August 24th through the 27th. We're on Twitter at Oilers now. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, uh, 780-496-0063. We're on Twitter, at Oilers Now. Tweet me personally, Bob underscore Stoffer. Tweet Brendan at 2E's Escott with two T's. We've got the Edmonton Elks game tonight as well. Uh, In the show today, Louis DeBrusque, Edmonton Oilers Director of Amateur Scouting, Tyler Wright. We'll talk about the three picks the Oilers made yesterday because I didn't see any of the three guys play myself. Like last year, I saw Schaefer play eight times during the season. Um, this, you know, I had a pretty good idea on Reed Schaefer. I, I didn't, I don't have a hot clue in any of the three players. The Oilers ultimately ended up drafting. We'll get some more insight from Tyler Wright on that front. We will work some of your open line time in as well. Potentially Reed Wilkins coming up uh, to set up tomorrow's free agency day. But again, the news of the day, Matthias Janmark, and you could foresee something coming out from the Edmonton Oilers in about the next 15 minutes, in fact, would not surprise me. All right, yesterday... Edmonton Oilers General Manager Ken Holland joined us after the draft. After the draft. By the way, Brendan, does this change the complexion? I mean, I saw a couple people out there on Twitter. One of them who was working for an NHL club until they had a little bit of a row with somebody in the fall. Basically saying Detroit just got two top six forwards or two top nine forwards from the Edmonton Oilers for nothing. That is what happens in a cap system. But the, the fact that Detroit has now elected to buy out Yamamoto, which we strongly inferred on yesterday's show, does that change the complexion of the makeup of the trade a little bit? I didn't think it was that bad in the first place. I thought it was great to be able to dump $3.1 million in salary. Uh, so I would suggest that this is a player who maybe was siding on the upside of Kyler Yamamoto. And I'm somebody who says he had six seasons worth of opportunity in Edmonton. And yeah. I didn't like what we saw. Well, I got end. news for you. If he signs for 900000 bucks, I'd have no problem bringing him back. I'm the first to admit to that. But three point, like you got to be worth your value. You got to be worth, this is no, you know, I used to host a a sports show where I uh, bought the inventory, uh, Brendan, and I paid the guys that came in and did the show. And I always monitored who gave us the greatest uh, sort of feedback from the listeners, like who, who drove things, right? And it's always great to have a high opinion of where you're at right now. Unfortunately for Kyle Yamamoto, it's got to be stated. If we're at a $95 million cap right now, Kyler Yamamoto is not traded by the Edmonton Oilers. He is strictly a victim of the one-third rule for players 26. That's really what happened. Now, if your argument is, Bobby should have done more last year, Brendan, you're right. He should have done more last year. He played 16 minutes a game. I don't think he was completely right saying that. If you could get him at a million bucks, I'd have to contemplate doing it. I would. And I mean that in all sincerity, because I think there's a decent player there. In Costin's case, I'm going to miss Costin. Um, I think that you could make an argument. You know, Yama, here's the thing. Yamamoto had lots of opportunity. He got lots, right? Is that fair? He played 16 minutes a game. He played with Connor and Leon a fair amount. Clem Costin, you can make an argument maybe he should have seen some more ice time. 
And the other thing that Clemen Costin did is he stepped up and he fought for his teammates, which, frankly, I have a lot of admiration for. So uh, I'm not disagreeing with. Here's the thing, Brennan. I'm saying at one billion bucks, no problem if Yamamoto's on the team. Three. They did not get the value of the three million dollar guys last year between Poliarvi, Yamamoto, and Warren Fogle. That trio of players, when the team was taken on water between games 20 to 40, that was an issue for the hockey club last season. For sure, and I think this is what we're seeing with maybe the, uh, not the extinction of the NHL's middle class, but like, you had better be a a high-performing player if you're making a middle-class contract, because otherwise there's somebody younger that is going to, you know, produce similar value cheaper. That's always going to be the option. I think there's somebody that's going to pay Yamamoto more. I don't know if it's Seattle, for example, uh, that will take that risk. I can see that being a nice fit for him. I don't mind the player at a better price point either, particularly because this isn't exactly a strong class of free agents, really. No, it isn't. All right, let's get to it. We're going to head into the Oilers Now Audio Vault, which is presented daily by Direct Workwear. Excited to announce they're opening a women's-only workwear store located four doors north of their Direct Workwear location on Gateway Boulevard. You can find out uh, more at womensworkwear.ca. And here's what, uh, we're going to play this clip because I think it's important people hear it. Ken Holland on consummating the Yamamoto and Costin trade to the Detroit Red Wings. Well, I mean, for the last couple of weeks, basically, Bob, not necessarily just with Detroit, but I've been communicating with teams, letting them know that uh, we had, um, you know, salary cap challenges. You know, I, I, I was kind of hoping as we went along here that, you know, you, there was rumblings or rumors that maybe uh, the cap would be increased. Um, and ultimately, when it became uh, official that the cap was 83.5, um, I had to move some people out uh, in the cost situation. I'm really negotiating against the KHL. Um, we felt his arbitration number was was at a certain number, and uh, he's uh, had some offers overseas. Um, obviously, cut us three million dollars, and uh, had to move out uh, some money. So basically, uh, talked to Steve here over the Eiserman over the last uh, couple of days, and and. Uh, uh, really, you know, come up with the deal that we come up with today. Well, the hit for Detroit with Yamamoto was uh, yesterday after the draft. Steve Eiserman said, we haven't had a chance to discuss with them what his role would be. Well, we now know what his role would be. He's been bought out by the Detroit Red Wings today. So the Oilers get off the books on Kyler Yamamoto, which reinforces how badly they obviously wanted clean Costin. Mark Spector reporting earlier today that Avangard Omsk is now out on Costin. I fully expect Costin to sign a two-year deal minimum with the Red Wings, likely north of $1.5 million, probably in the range of $1.7 to $2 million. As for Ken Holland, he added some additional perspective on uh, the Oilers' organizational priorities. We do need to add some depth um, to, to Bakersfield. Um, you know, and Deharnay is another guy that obviously came up last year. So, you know, yes, we were going into free agency on Saturday, July 1, and we do need to sign three or four players that, that are good depth players that can kind of that can come up and, in terms of injuries and, uh, you know, give us, give us some games. So uh, certainly that's high on our priority list. All right. So uh, yesterday was the trade. 
This morning, the Red Wings announced they're buying out Kyler Yamamoto at one-third. It also gets announced uh, by multiple sources. And again, I think the Oilers will push something out here in the next 10 minutes or so on uh, Matthias Janmark. And Jack has tweeted at me uh, to say, Bob, unreal signings by Ken Holland. He gets Derek Ryan at 900000 and Matthias Janmark at $1 million. These guys both were at $1.25 million. Both guys were double-digit goal scorers. Well, in the case of Janmark, he plays a lot. Like, he plays 14 and a half minutes a game. You know, just, and, and it's funny with recency bias, okay? So Ryan Nugent Hopkins had a 104-point season, but he didn't light it up in the playoffs 5 5 and struggled to score. The sight finder was off, and so there was a little bit more criticism his way. The pairing of Nurse and CeCe had some tough minutes, 5v5, against uh, the Stanley Cup champ Vegas Golden Knights, especially in Game 5 and Game 6. Darnell Nurse, who was drafted today uh, 10 years ago, you know, some criticism comes his way. Matthias Janmark. We had some people before. Well, why would the Oilers re-sign Janmark? Well, he did have double-digit goals, and he played 14 minutes a game. Let's not forget, in Game 1 against L.A. in the final minute and a half, he blocked a shot uh, that he basically broke his foot, okay? And got once he could get the boot back on, he went back in and played in the playoffs again, which showed his... Uh, uh, Interest in in terms of uh, trying to uh, continue to be a part of things. Oilers GM Ken Holland. Meanwhile, uh, we taught you know there's opportunities for Dylan Holloway and Philip Broberg. Again, I am I personally think maybe the Oilers need to look at pairing Nurse with Broberg and then playing Kulak and Cece and balancing out the minutes between the pairings. Uh, but specific, I would suggest you to both Holloway and Broberg. There's an opportunity, and you have to have organic growth in the organization. Ken Holland says current Oilers need to grow to take this team further. You know, I think, obviously, if you watched here, you know, the growth of uh, Stu Skinner and the, the growth of, uh, you know, Yamamoto, the growth of McLeod, the growth of Bouchard, um, that has to be a big piece of the solution. So certainly the Brobergs and Holloways and um, going to training camp, see what, uh, see where the Borgos and the Lavois are at um, is a piece of the, you know, being competitive year in and year out. All right, it is 1223 in Edmonton. We will step out, and when we come back, Brendan Escott will have the rest of the news. There's been a bunch in the NHL uh, with NHL Today for Elite Promotional Marketing. 1223 in Edmonton, you're listening to Oilers Now. we can make a strong argument greatest Canadian band in history as we roll into Canada Day weekend what do you think Brendan you won't hear me argue as far as bands go I mean all due respect to Rush this is where my affiliation lies me too and this might be for me this is top three great song and I met him before he passed away, and he was an awesome dude, let me tell you. In fact, he was on my show. So, and the late, great Gord Downey. Tragically, at Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott with you. It is 12:26 in Edmonton. We will go at this time to NHL Today. Drew Shamahorn and Elite Promotional Marketing, Edmonton owned and operated. Your local Brendan merchandise specialist, head to elitepromomarketing.com. 
Brendan, what do you got? I know it's been busy. Yeah, it has. Uh, Winnipeg placing Blake Wheeler on waivers for the purposes of a buyout. Apparently, he'd prefer to stay with an Eastern-based team, the Western travel riggers getting to the veteran player, um, just as uh, Nashville did with Matt Duchesne today. Matt Duchesne might be the uh, catch, the fish of the free agent pool this year. The 32-year-old now an unrestricted free agent as of tomorrow. Uh, Sabres forward Jack Quinn undergoing surgery to repair a torn Achilles he suffered during an off-season workout, uh, but is expected to make a full recovery. We'll mention Corey Perry signed a one-year, $4 million deal with Chicago. They're just doling it out, Bob. they got to get to the cap floor. And remember, tomorrow is, in addition to free agent frenzy, the day that we expect Mike Babcock to officially be named head coach of the Columbus Blue Jackets. Chris Johnson reporting about 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. There you go. All right. Uh, what are we going to hit on right now? You can text us at 780-496-0063. People are jumping in here. Uh, Bob, Bare Naked Ladies All Day, best Canadian band in the country. Well, they'd be top five for me. No question. Uh, Bob, have you ever heard of the Guess Who? Yes. Yes. No, I haven't heard of the band. We've only played the Guess Who about 18 times over the last... Uh, what are we in now, anyways? Uh, so I'm going to year 16, 14, 15. We're going into year 13 coming up on August the 22nd. will be uh, year 13 of Oilers now on 6.30, Chad, noon to 10. Bob Bouchard is going to get $3.5 million for three years. Too far-fetched from Steve the Hockey Prophet. Steve, I don't see it coming. I- I'm going to tell you right now. My guess is Bouchard gets a one-year deal. The Oilers would be lucky to get him at... Two years at three and a half. No chance to get him at three times three and a half. Again, you can text us at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Bob, what about Matt Duchesne as a two right wing? Pretty good player. Oilers aren't going to be able to afford him. Someone's going to like if you're the Boston Bruins, you're not looking at Matt Duchesne, and they need a center. Uh, and it might be a good question to ask Louis DeBrus coming up. You can text us seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Uh, Marcel says, Bob, any chance the Oilers look at actually bringing Yamamoto back at a lower hit now that he's bought out or have they moved on? I think you have to consider it, and but the lower hit's got to be like a million or less. So, uh, And the argument there is, uh, Brendan, do you need both Yamamoto and Derek Ryan? If you assume it, here's, here's the catch. If they get Connor Brown, I don't think they need to go that route because they are also going to have to protect a spot for Raphael Lavoie, right? Like he's, I think he's getting protected at like at the start of the season because he's got clear waivers. He's six foot four. He had a, like basically a fifty point season last year. Was the best he and Noah Philp, who by the way the orders did officially qualify despite the fact that he has announced he's retired. We'll see if he changes his mind. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn again. If you're an Oilers fan, don't be surprised if you see something shortly on the Matthias Yamark front. Louis DeBrus coming up for GCL Diesel when we come back.